Can you give at Marks with Mike's podcast a shout out? Shout out! Hey yo! What a maneuver! Bye bye yo! Bye bye yo! Are you kidding me? You already know who it is right now. Six foot nine. JT back in the once again. Not much, man. How you doing today? Playing in the cut like a band-aid very usual, but today is a special day. Today is the day. I'm telling y'all we have something coming. And also a something get ready to drop uh, at 12.01, if I'm not mistaken. If you are not uh, hip, you should already know that it's going down. Listen, it is Kid Reed. It's Lil Nate. Rocket Boys dropping. I'm talking about that thing dropping straight tracks, 18.5. Matter of fact, I got the young gold inside the building right now. What's going on, my Reed? Hey, man. What's going on, dog? I appreciate you having me. Appreciate you already know. Man, look, man, definitely glad that you're on right now, man. It's been a long time coming. Me, me and you been in the DMs for like, you know, for some time, and we said we're going to get it right, and we got it right. So definitely welcome to the show, and man, definitely glad to have you here. Look, so we got to get this thing started off right, man. First and foremost, tell the people where you're from. Uh, man, Louisville, Kentucky, but getting it confused, though. Like, I was uh, I was born in New Albany, and I lived there, like, the first, like, year or two of my life. But, like, I was in Louisville. Like, I, lo- I bounced from – I was in Louisville probably, like, eight, nine years of my life, ten years of my life, Atlanta for a year, and I, I spent a, a year in Dayton. And then some more years in Washington, D.C. I was all over the place younger when I was younger. Big facts, big facts. So, you know, definitely getting the chance to move around the scene, man. You touched on ATL, you know, New Albany, all these places. So what's what's the biggest thing that you notice once you touch down inside uh, Kentucky? Uh, for um, Louisville, probably, probably the most noticeable thing right now the biggest thing that you know people are here for you know when they're running concerts venue all of the venues or whatever most most of the stuff's ran through the yum center the big stuff at least gotcha so you know of course you, you definitely step into the range so uh mr casanova hit him with the question yes sir so what exactly inspired you to get in the wrestling business or maybe who inspired you? Cause everybody has like somebody they grew up watching, you know, like your own personal idol. Uh, for me, man, when I like shit, dude, like I'd have to say the number one, the very first person comes to mind is the rock for sure. The rock first and foremost. And then after that, it was definitely like Jeff Hardy, Shawn Michaels, Rey Mysterio, John Cena, definitely like i grew up watching a whole lot of wwe when i was younger like once i heard like at like 13 14 that's when i started watching the indies so like but when i was a kid like you know john cena Rey mysterio Shawn michaels jeff hardy like but jeff hardy definitely was after after the rock is definitely jeff hardy for me for sure and you know i can i can see a lot of that high flying style inside your arsenal too so you know definitely playing paying respect so uh, far as getting into the business, at, at what age were you like, all right, you know what? Let's buckle down. I'm serious about this. And you, you went ahead and took off. What age was that? Man, like, I was, like, just, like, wrestling in the yard with, my, with the home. I was younger, like, 13 to, like, 
a year before I like pretty much all the way up until I started like training. And like for me then, it wasn't like I wasn't even like thinking about it like that. Then I was just doing what I like. It was just something I was passionate about and I loved it. So like once I actually started training, that's when everything kicked in. You know what I'm saying? Like that's when shit really like started getting serious for me. I never really knew like, all right, this, this is what I'm going to do. Probably up until like the last year I was yarding. I ain't gonna lie to you. Okay, respect, respect. So let's it, talk about, of course, the training. Who who did you train up underneath? Um, a few different people, man. I went I, when I first started. I was at this place called War Wrestling Alliance, like WWA. It's in Central City, Kentucky. They for for their town or whatever. They run a nice little show. Like they they pack it out, but like you know, it's not really known on the like to most people. Like if you look on Cape anything like that you won't find that company on there unless you like look on facebook youtube or something like that but i started training there but the guys there were pretty much self-trained as well so like i was like all right, i need better training so i went to ovw and you know i was doing i did a whole i probably did like two months training with rip rogers there and then after that it was like michael elgin and you know dave jake chris and sammy callahan like that's that's i moved to ohio dayton ohio for a year and a half and training on the ring before everything went down you know yeah yeah definitely no man so you know you trained you got into this man now music has always been a passion so, so at what what age were you starting to notice that you know what this this is something that i i could definitely see myself doing as far as like i've always like you know did it like me and the homies we do it for fun like just be rapping over beats and stuff like that but like i already knew like when i first started like liking wrestling like when i don't know like it's hard to explain like but for me, like the music like i didn't even really care for like rock music and shit like that before like i fell in love with wrestling wrestling made me fall in love with all different types of music dude so like i felt like now like I'm, as far as my my music ear is super versatile so like i'm like shit i like listening i love music i feel like i'm i can make music i'm good at it so like shit why not man and i, I something i want to do i want to try it out why, why not give it a shot you know what i'm saying so speaking of music who, who were who were some, some of the mcs that uh caught your eye at, at a young age because everyone has has their top list of mcs so who, who's on your list i'm young man so don't don't, don't don't bar me up bro like but for me bro like i feel like um definitely like Wiz khalifa uh hold on Wiz khalifa like my parents would listen to everybody everybody you probably listen to you know like my parents listened to them. i heard that when i was young but i'm talking about like, as far as like who inspired me like who i grew up like really liking it was definitely Wiz khalifa uh I had a whole lot of names in my head and I like start talking and forgot, but definitely Wiz Khalifa. Um, Kanye for sure. Kanye West definitely. Especially in the, the graduation and all that shit, bro. When I was younger, the, uh, him and T Pain, the good life, bro. We had that shit on repeat. Bro. <laughs> Welcome to that. Like, ah, you, bro. After, like, uh, after that, though, uh, Drake. Drake always been an influence for me for sure. Like, I just feel like I like how versatile he is, but like, Travis Scott was definitely one of the people that I was like, yo, like, I feel like because of Travis Scott is the reason why I like listening to, like, guys like Uzi, um, Trippy, Playboy, like, you know what I mean? Playboy Cardi, like, that's why I like, I feel like they're all, like, in the same little branch. 
when it comes to making music. So if you had an unlimited amount of money and you could cut an album right now with as many favorites as you could, what would be your top five? Like features? Yeah. Ah, shit, shit. I definitely think though, like if it was me, I'd be thinking as far as like, um, I'd be thinking like marketing, like who who's gonna like help my album the most as far as like features go and where I wanna like be at with the album or whatever and the numbers I'm trying to hit. So if I'm trying to do like a number one album, I'm definitely gonna be like, all right, Drake, I need you on there. I need the stimulus pack, Drake. Um, <laughs> need that stimulus, Drake. Come on, Uzi, I got a playful beat for you. Um, shit, Drake, Uzi. Well, it's popping right now. I'm definitely just trippy because that's my favorite artist right now. That is, that's just because uh, my favorite artist. But uh, he's from Ohio too, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's my that's, that's the homie, bro. Like I feel like I was uh, when I was in Ohio, Dayton, Ohio. That's when I found out about him. Like because I found out he was from. I honestly just listening to his music when I was living there, and nobody like in the house or wherever where I was living at listening to him. Everybody on to him. It was all about him to him. But like, but after trippy, it definitely be. I'll probably put Kanye in there for sure. That'd be funny. Have Kanye and Drake on the album, bro. Stop it. And it, hey, I'm about to pull some young bucks and have them dissing each other on the tracks too. <laughs> not uh not not young buck stomp. Young buck. <laughs> yeah, with, with uh with T.I. Ludacris, yo, still today, I don't care nobody say that is one of the hardest tracks ever. I don't care. I do not care. They were not in the studio at the same time. Yes, yeah. the bar for me. Studio make it nah man not at all so man you know you you hopped up into the business man uh, you talked you talked about some, some of your, your greats people that you want to do some features with uh speaking of features man let's talk let's talk about some some of these factions that, that you've been involved with man Gu yep. uh, gucci gang uh horse the rascals yeah actually one one of the og members if you want to go ahead and put that out there you know yep. what i'm saying uh, and of course, injustice, man, that right there. How did that come about? What with injustice? Oh shit, man. Um, we was just three hungry ass guys, bro. And MLW was like, you know, we just got them doing matches right now, killing it. But like, but let's give them, let's give them some like chase. But yeah. You know, we we thrived, bro. We 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 clicked like that, and you could tell like videos and everything. Just like each week, like everything promos, matches, everything was getting better. But yeah, that's that's really how it started. They just put us together, and it was like, man, we are gonna see what y'all got. Let's see who who sink and swim. Like it's really how it is. That's how it was for us. Like we, we was eating for a minute. It was we was having fun. But pandemic happened. But you know, we was having so much fun for a second. Yeah, man, that that right there, man, it, it took off like a jet. I, I remember when I first seen it, I was like, "Yo, this is dope." And then, and, and then you had the you had the guilty conscience beat, you know, for the intro. I'm like, "Yo, I, I was already hooked just from that because I'm a big music head." Like, even even back in my day, I used, I used to produce, like I used to make beats and stuff like that. And that's like that's like one of my one of my favorites. Yeah, uh, but. That took off, man, and Injustice had great views. Uh, you know, the Heart Foundation. Yeah. You know, that was an awesome feud, man, and it all it, it all paid off, man. It all paid off. Yeah. You, you end up catching the MLW uh, Middleweight Championship. 
Like it all paid off, man. Bro, that that, that that was just so wild. Like that whole dang, like that whole the whole situation. Like I had no clue, like what was going on. Like I just got there, boom, bam, boom, <laughs> hit it. It's time. <laughs> Here's the belt. Like when I got there, like you know what I'm saying, like. You know, like I ain't, I ain't know nothing weeks in ahead of time or nothing like that. Like, and everybody, I'm thinking going to this, like, yeah, I'm finna, you know, it's Teddy, <laughs> it's Teddy. You know how that goes. Like, shit, you finna, finna go put this man up real quick, and you know, make my little money. But they put, they, they flipped the switch on me, and I was like, well, it's, it's time now. Hey, yo, I can looking at that man. It, it was such a natural reaction. And the whole the whole entire crowd was behind you. The people at home was behind you. Oh, that moment, what, what was iconic? And then you, you got to share it with Teddy Hart. You know, regardless of personal issues, dude, the dude is phenomenal in the ring. Hundred percent. You know, so definitely had a chance to chop it up with him a few years back. So uh, tell me, tell tell me about, about about some of these features and uh, some some of these artists that you got to work with because people. People are, are sleeping on wrestlers as being MCs, okay? It's a lot of wrestlers out there that are MCs. Yep. You know, you got yourself. There's Chris Bay out there. Uh, you got Leo Rush out there. Um, Swerve. I mean, I, I, I can keep going on with names, man. Like, it is, it's so good to see that the culture inside hip-hop and it's coexisting. Because for, for a long time, you know, Growing up, you know, in in the hood, you know, wrestling was not like the the big thing for for yeah. you to brag about. The music shit is 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 like it's another way of us like making wrestling cool again. You remember how cool wrestling was when and during the Attitude Era, everybody fucking loved wrestling. Then now, like you know, when I was going in high school, people were making fun of that shit. Like you know what I mean? Like I wanna, I wanna, I'm trying to make it to the point like that's why i wear the gear i wear that's why I, like you know everything i do is for a reason like, i feel like this is way bigger than myself so like every time i go out there it's like all right like like i gotta like give them some culture every time so like people at home like my black folks at home know like hey i can do this when i grow up too like this is cool this ain't i ain't gonna get made fun of it for this you know what i mean this it's, it's it's really it's it's all it's all it's what it's all about so since you're an actual wrestler and you're in the music business too, I mean, who's your support team? Like, I mean, you got family, friends that are like, you know, promoting your merchandise, your music and all that. Yeah. Um, as far as wrestling, like my, I have a lot of support with wrestling, but as far as music, man, I feel like y'all, you guys like y'all like public enemy podcast. Like just a lot of, a lot of y'all definitely help support me through like this whole album, like deal, like, because for real, for real, with this music stuff, like, I already knew, like, with wrestling, like, when I first started wrestling, like, I had no support system. People, like, did not know what I was trying to do. They didn't believe in it. Mom didn't. She was like, yo, please go to the Army, Air Force, somewhere, like, do something. And uh, I didn't do it, man. I just, I knew. I knew, like, I was like, yo, I'm going to be good at this shit. Like, I just got, I just love this shit too much. I I, I got a special place in this in this sport. So, I feel like it's the same thing with music. Like I, anything I put my mind to, I, I just know that if you put your full effort into anything, like you can do it. Like that's why I, I go so hard with everything I try to do. 
Big facts, man. And of course, you you also got extra driving force, man. You got you, you got your babies, man. And I'm not I know you doing this extra hard for them, man. So tell me, so tell me what what it was like, you know, becoming a father because both both me and Mr. Casanova are fathers. I know that that changed us tremendously. Hundred percent, bro. Um, like honestly, before like just the mindset is so much different. Like like I was saying, I, I think I told somebody this earlier, but like when you like for me for me i know when i had my kids like i feel like when shit started like getting rocky like when you're when i was younger like i'd be panic and shit like that but like now it's like i'd be looking at like my downfalls i'd be looking at them like okay not why is this happening to me but like how can i learn from this you know what i'm saying like and it just makes you look and view life so much differently it also, you know, it also uh, goes goes back to that old saying, man. You know, pressure makes diamonds, and you know, not not saying that there's pressure of being a father, but the, it's this pressure of coming out of situations that that way you can learn from these situations, but also set an example for your children watching. So yep. you know, I, I definitely commend that, man. So let's get to it. Let's talk about. Uh, oh, let's talk about this real quick before we get to the album. MLW popped back up in a major way. MLW was out of the commission due to the pandemic, and of course, everyone was missing a fix. Yeah. Uh, and one of the big things that ended up popping up uh, for you was a feud right out the gate with, with the homie Leo Rush. That, to me, was a match made in heaven. I loved it. So, how did that come about? Man, um, like, I just remember after the kids like left WWE, he was like he made a list of guys who wanted to wrestle, and like Leo was already the guy I already had looked up to. Like when he was in Ring of Honor, killing shit. I was like, Yo, how is this guy? I'm 22, he's 23. I'm like, he doing that shit. Like he's inspiring me to do this shit. Like to go harder. Like go as hard as I can. And like once I found out he was, because when he got signed, I was bummed. I was like, damn, like I'm gonna have to wait a minute to wrestle him. Like either I'm gonna have to wait till I get there or till he leaves, and that's probably gonna be a minute. Cause he he the future in my head. I'm thinking like this man go like they're gonna keep him for a long time. But let's just go to show that like everybody's not you know it's not not that's not for everybody. Like so, but like when that's when the whole feud thing like for me, honestly, I didn't even know about it. I just knew that definitely was one of those matches that I wanted to happen. And like, I just kind of spoke it into existence. It was like, yeah, we're going to make this happen. So that was crazy, surreal. Yeah, we got blessed with uh, two phenomenal matches. And yeah, look, I appreciate you. At the bad blood between these two. Yeah, the bad blood is boiling right now. Yeah, we got blessed with two, two phenomenal matches, man. And, uh, you know, I, I you know it, it was hard for me because both of y'all are like two wrestlers that I pay attention to. So it's like, damn, Leo going up against Myrie, and I'm, I'm stuck in the middle. You know, I feel yeah. I feel like a whole ass thought thought out here. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> call, call call it between two of my favorite wrestlers. So I'm like, damn. But it, it was definitely a big big money big money draw. I love man each and every moment of that. And y'all y'all need to run that back one more game. Y'all y'all can run that back five more times. You feel me? Like I, I'm with it. But, uh, I need that in front of that live crowd. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. That's that's what you need at hey Philly, uh Boston, Texas, where, where, wherever they all gonna be at. Book that match. I don't know that forbidden forbidden door shit still open, but I need to book it. Uh but 
So let's get to the album, man. So how, how did you, you and Lil Nate meet? Be right back, y'all. Give me one second. I was having some I'm like, bro, what is going on? You good now? We got you back. We got you back. So I, I was asking, so I, how did you, you and little Nate end up linking up? Oh, bro. So, like, Nate's a wrestler. And, like, starting out for real, he was, like, kind of doing the same. And I was like, bro, this dude's lit. And I remember I had a show where he from and we, we were talking like he was like I make music or whatever he and then I seen his like he like linked me to his YouTube channel and shit like that. So we like kinda traded music and was like, Hey, that's what's up. So then like I think we made our first song we ever made was like Twilight Zone, bro. That shit like probably not even out or it might be on SoundCloud, I don't know. But it was uh and from there bro we I was like, all right, I'm putting my dude on every track, like, and we we talk religiously. That's my dog. So like, we was like, we definitely had this in the talks for a minute. Like, we trying this like last year, but I feel like I, I didn't want to do too much with the music stuff. I was just coming in and learning and shit then. So I was like, I'm doing this on my own now. We set it off once I get a couple. Well, I had to do it. Yeah, man, I, I, I believe that, that track is is on SoundCloud, man. Uh, some of some of your music, um, some of your music I, I discovered through SoundCloud and Spotify. Uh, yeah. Flames w was one of my favorite. Uh, I I bumped that at least once to twice a week. That's on my playlist on a rotation, especially when I'm actually lighting up the flame. So I definitely gotta you know let that play. Uh, but <laughs> is there <laughs> so? So so let's talk let's talk about some some of the some of the songs on this album that you got. Let's go ahead and, and talk about uh some of the tracks on the album. Okay, let's do it. Alright, um shit. Uh I'm trying to think. So like I got I got this song on there that like was probably we probably finished that like i probably finished that song i probably had it sent back to me monday and then nate did his verse like monday night and then sent it to me tuesday and then i like submitted the the album then like but i feel like you know that's, that's my favorite that's my for me but like we got so many bangers on there i'm so excited for everybody to hear this in a couple hours like we we definitely we definitely probably spent a year like just making music together and then the funny thing is is like once we were like all right we're gonna make an album and we're gonna release it in october we probably like 10 to 12 songs and um shit after that like 10 to 12 and three or four of them so we, we went back in the booth and made like shit nine ten more songs and i feel like we definitely gonna even so we're gonna see how we might drop a deluxe because we got extra music too 
fire too. Like everything we've been dropping together. Like and even like on my, like, the the real real like, all my like songs I've ever dropped. Like all like not really songs, but like my uh, albums. Every every album I had Nate on like this his the song I had was like in the top like three or four. Songs. So, like we we would like people that they they want to hear it. So like you gonna give it to them. Gotta give the people what they want. You gotta do it. So, you know, definitely this album and people don't understand. Music is a process. Like, you know, especially working on albums, you know, and this it, this could be as simple as even making a mixtape. Like, even that is, you know, it, it's strenuous. You, you're talking about, you know, writing the verse if you write and for all y'all people to say y'all don't write, eh, you, 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 jot, you jot something down and then, but, uh, you know, put it putting together an album is definitely uh, it's it's a it's a task, and you got to worry about the production, the editing, you know, and then actually getting everything lined up and trying to put it in the order. The story that you telling about the album, actually bro, the makes order sense. is the hard part to me, bro. Like, it's so easy. Then when we got to the, the order, like how how are we gonna produce this to people? How are we gonna get us to people? And man, it was like. Uh, Complicated. We probably we probably this damn list around times before we found what we wanted to like we, what we wanted to stick with. Yeah, man, I, I could definitely you on that, man. So on on this album, what's your what, what's your top three favorite favorite joints on that? Oh shit, Love Is Dead is definitely my favorite joint on there. Um, and definitely like um. Freaky Friday too, man. We had to put put the homie uh Cash Flow KB, Ken Broadway on there too. He he went sounds dope. Like you heard it. I don't think you heard it yet. You gonna hear it if you haven't heard it. You are gonna hear it in a couple hours. So seeing as your music is dropping sooner than soon, do you have any CD release parties or anything like that coming up? Any live shows that you plan on hosting? Uh, I feel like I'm gonna do something like that. Like I've got like, I got all that in the works. Like for like bangers forever like for this one it was just like a i'm gonna to work into this like i made every single like visualizer lyrical video that i'm about to drop on youtube for this album like i, I worked my butt off on this nate mixed a whole lot of this album and um yeah like you said it is it, it, this shit about to drop in a couple hours and it, it definitely took a lot of it took a lot of work definitely but as far as like release parties and stuff like that, bro. I feel like I'm gonna wait until like next year with it for, for my single album. I'm gonna do Bangers Forever Three, but this time around, I'm gonna go kick it with some friends, probably. Like, not no party or nothing like that. Nah. Got you, man. Definitely feel that. So, with that being said, my dude, I mean, definitely cannot wait for the album. So, gotta know. We we like to play a couple games on this show, you know what I'm saying? One of them being is you being the booker. So you got a chance to book three matches. Three matches. A tag team, a women's, and of course a traditional one on one man's match. You get to book the card. It's your card. You don't have to be on the card, but what are those three matches for you? Damn. Okay. So I'm gonna book I'm gonna put Brian Danielson versus Gresham. My main event. I must I'm I'm gonna do 
the young goat versus uh Leo Rush in front of a live crowd. We're gonna kick the show off, and then the tag team match. I'm gonna do the Lucha Bros versus um, my boys, the Adi, bro. Lucha Bros versus the Adi. Got to book my guys. Okay, got you, got you. This gonna be a nice little banger. Okay, uh, so another question we gotta know, and we getting ready to do a little segment called "One Gotta Go." So, with that being said, we're just going to start off, and this is just four movies. Uh, you know, I'm just going to throw them up on the screen. You ready? Boom. One got to go. Paid in full. Dead presidents barely set it off. One nah, of them got to go. Set it off was my shit. Um, I haven't, uh, probably, probably, for me, it'd probably be, uh, probably barely. Probably barely. Oh snap! Belly gotta go. Okay, all right. Okay. Yeah. Set it off. Okay. Can't go. That's that. No, yeah. no. Set it off. Set it off. Can't can't go at all. Too many classic scenes. Negative. Okay. One gotta go. Boys in the hood. New Jack City. Paid in full or juice. I've seen a. So B gotta go. Oh, New Jack City. Oh no. No. Damn. <laughs> Not Nino Brown. Oh, okay. Judgment free zone. Judgment free zone. Planet Fitness. Okay. Uh, I I ain't mad at you. That's my favorite you. out of the four, though. By the way, that's my favorite out of the four. New Jack City. Okay, now. <laughs> that's not my favorite. Get him out of here now. One gotta go. One gotta go. Halloween candy. You out my face. Yeah, get Milky Way out of my face. Definitely Milky Way. It <laughs> <laughs> ain't Milky Way ain't nothing but nougat and caramel, man. You might as well eat a three musketeer. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I never, this point. never was a fan of it, for real, for real. Lord, Lord, Lord. Okay. Uh, okay. One more, one more question before before we get ready to go ahead and uh, get ready for this album to drop. I have to know and have to know this. When it comes down to it, inside this music business, if if you can work with an artist who's no longer with us, who would it be? You don't be mad, bro. But like, there's so many, there's so many names. But like for me. It'll probably be Juice World because I feel like he's like definitely like I'm, I'm I made I'm like this whole album was like definitely like a tribute to Juice like not really a tribute but like we definitely like we definitely was in we stepped into that. Gotcha, man. Well, definitely, most definitely. Look, y'all make sure y'all be on the lookout. Twelve oh one exactly. Make sure you on the lookout. It's dropping on all of your platforms: Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. Make sure you got your notifications ready, man. We talking about the Rocket Boys album. We talking about some fire tracks. We talking about Lil Nate. We talking about Kid Reed. We talking about this collaboration that's gonna be inside your ear, banging twenty four seven. From open to close, sun up to sundown. You know how I go down. But before we get out of here, make sure, make sure. Tell the people know tell the people right now where they can follow you. Oh yeah. Gang follow, follow the young gold. Um 
Facebook, Myron Reed, of course, you know, got to keep the real name and the wrestling name because that's me in and out. But uh, Instagram, period, world. Follow me on all social media platforms. And um, Midnight, like like my homie said, we dropping Rocket Boys, and it's going to be on all streaming platforms. So, like, run that up. We're going crazy. Make sure y'all run that up. But before we get out of here, look, two public service announcements per usual. You already know what it is. Listen, too much negativity can have you unbalanced emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. Spread more positive vibes. It takes very little to build someone up than it does to tear them down. Think about the logic inside that message. It could be so easy as giving someone a compliment or going to whatamanewa.net, going to our store, typing in positive vibes. Buying that uh, t-shirt, that onesie, that hoodie, that tank top, that sweater. It ain't got to be for you. It could be for somebody else who may be going through something. And also, 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 make sure you do, make sure you do follow, follow the Dirty Hills. Follow Public Enemy uh, Podcast. Make sure you follow the Black Guy Wrestling Podcast. Make sure you definitely follow the Indie Podcast. And it's a list of others I'm going to definitely get to on the other show. But before we get out of here, listen, public service announcement. You already know what it is. Look. COVID is still here. It's only one way to go in and combat this and start off with good hygiene, okay? So first and foremost, we're going to need y'all to wash your hands. But most of all, wash your ass, okay? Use soap, all right? Make sure you're doing this from face to ass and not ass to face, okay? Very simple. Don't want to bump up on your lip. And Rocket Boys is dropping at midnight. So with that being said, we are out this piece. Make sure y'all go tune in. It's going down. Matter of fact, we just going to go ahead and end the show with some Rocket Boys. Why not? I can't love him no more. I can't love him no more. Sing no love songs. My love been dead and gone. Said you were different, I'm feeling alone Smoking on sides, I just sitting at home Smoking without you just feels wrong Feels so wrong yeah.